Hello, you're listening to episode 17 of the Banaka Cast. Uh, with me is two very special guests. Uh, I have with me today Ksenia Kandikova and Alana Vasquez. Say hi, guys. Howdy. Hi. Tell us something about yourselves for listeners who have no idea who you are. Oh, fine. Okay. Hi, I'm Alana Vasquez. It's it, it, my name is Alana. It rhymes with banana. There is no other way to pronounce it. Spelled with one L and two N's. Very specific. Um, uh, aside from, like, I like film, obviously. <laughs> I'm a sucker for Pixar and Studio Ghibli, especially. I like music. I like baking. I like puppetry. I like a lot of random things, man. And, yeah, I'm in film school right now with Ksenia and Ben and a lot of other people who've been on this podcast, and I'm super, super excited for today. Um, hello, my name is Ksenia. I'm a film student, and I sing and play in a metal band. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if I knew that. Um, no, I talked about it, like, uh, when we gathered at one of the... During one of the events, I, I feel like you m- might have offhandedly mentioned it, yeah. but I don't. I don't that's insanely I think I, cool. I, think, I don't. Yeah, I, think I don't I thought you were joking. Tell it to people. No, it's it's like it kind of swings between hard rock and metal, mostly metal. But yeah, I like I write songs and then I like we record stuff. It's just we don't have like an official name or like anything, so it's like yeah. Okay. Anyway, excited to be here. I was begging Ben since week one to be here, guys. Finally made uh, it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, You've reached the apex. <laughs> I can die in peace, right? Like, as soon as we end this, I can die. People overhype this podcast. People are like, people are like, yay, I'm on, I'm on it. It's not Well, that, because that's that that's some it. kind of thing. That's like some. It's not like too famous, right? But it's like it's some kind it's of a cool promo. Thing. Maybe I'm maybe I'm just sick of it because I'm on every episode. So. <laughs> Yeah. I'm the one. I was sort of thinking. I'm like, what is this podcast even? Because there's no real like set thing. It's like it's like entertainment, but topics. But then I'll just go and talk about like Halloween or whatever. Halloween's a great thing to talk about. I'm I like s- Halloween. Yeah, I'm sort of the one like. Can I just say this year's Halloween sucked? <laughs> like I so really bad. En- I really enjoyed this Halloween. Like, there was no events, like, especially our class. Like, we were hyping this up the entire, like, first few weeks, and then we never even had, like, a proper plan for anything. I and so, I don't know, I just feel like everyone kind of ended up doing their own thing. I just sort of dressed up and went and watched a movie at, dressed as a vampire, and then hung out with some people for a little bit. And that was sort of it. I, uh, we, there is a, before we get into the news of the week, I should mention, you probably already know by the episode title, but this week's topic is the film Luca, and, uh, before we get into the, the news of the week, the pop culture news, goodness, whatever you call it, I don't know what to call it, it's the news, Mm -hmm. but it's like, it's like stupid news, it's like for stupid nerds like myself, um, there is, uh, good news, we, we are, the the podcast was streaming on Spotify and YouTube, and now we also have it on Apple Podcasts, which is huge. Uh, we got it on there. Uh, according to my Anchor analytics, we got four uh, percent of listeners are on Apple, which is you know sort of sort of more than I expect right off the bat. But we also got it on a little site called Google Podcasts, which I don't even know I didn't even know existed I don't think anybody listens to Google Podcasts so for all like four people you know the you, only no person way. <laughs> the 
Google Podcast. Yeah, right. I my phone couldn't even download the app. My phone is too old for Google Podcast. What kind of phone do you have? I have an iPhone six. Oh, rest in peace. I am I am upgrading fairly shortly. Thank God, because uh yeah, it's uh it gets tested. I'll say that much. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so we're just gonna get into the news here. I don't know if uh I don't know if you guys there's not a lot. This is a news light week there's nothing really particular to talk about but it's all good I, like yeah. i have no idea what's going on yeah i was so. worried i wouldn't have any opinions <laughs> well you, you guys are so boring and nobody's gonna listen to us they're like the first few seconds it's like damn fuck this shit just out yeah. no i don't mean that <laughs> uh i don't know how to be funny like or entertaining i just want to put it out there for anyone's listening <laughs> well i've you know i've never been funny in my life so, you know, it's it's sort of what the podcast is. That's not true. This is a no-joke zone. <laughs> You're entertaining like, as a whole. You don't, everything you do or say can be interpreted as entertaining. Yeah. Right? Just yeah. like your personality. Some people don't... I don't get it. Literally, like what you're doing right now. What? What? <laughs> like, you're being Ben. The vein of your existence is being comedic, among other things. Among us? Among us? Among us. Woo! Hello! Woo! You can talk about Among Us now. No, I've, I've already done y'all an remember, episode. Y'all remember when Among Us was a thing? I yeah. did an episode oh. on Among Us. Oh. Episode 2. Damn, I'm like embarrassing myself right now. What? <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember that episode. No, it's because it was just me. It was like two oh. years ago. And uh, I, it's just me talking by myself. I was told uh, mm-hmm. from people that, you know, it helps them, like, it helped put them to sleep in a good way. <laughs> like, it was soothing. Put them to sleep? Anyways, Ant-Man Quantumania, the third Ant-Man movie, it's wrapped filming. Principal photography. So before all the VFX and stuff. Which means it's coming out in a bit. I don't like Edmund. I'm sorry. It's just so, like, whenever I see it, I just can't take anything seriously about, like, the whole, like, Ant-Man, come on! What is that? (laughs) It's just, I can't take it seriously. I haven't seen any of them. I like the first one a lot. I don't love the second one. second one's a little... I don't know. I'm not, I'm generally not like a huge huge fan of like any superhero type of movies, but same, that one, same. like that one especially, is just like I just, it just feels like you know a bunch of people gathered around in a t- like in a room and they were like you know it would be mad funny if a person could turn into an ant and they're like let's make a whole Marvel movie on it like all right you know like people are gonna eat that up anyway. I don't know. I think Ant Man. I always really enjoyed the character. I knew him from Lego Marvel superheroes. That's like why I knew who he was when he was getting a movie. But, but he's like he's fine. Just a dude who goes small. What's wrong with that? Dude who goes small. That's what she said. Ah, me up. Someone. Come on, that was funny. I would, I would. I just can't reach across the table. That's all. Oh, well, we can do the air dab. Yes. That cool. hurt. Fuck. <laughs> Why your bones are so fucking like hard? <laughs> like, have you ever dabbed Ben up? Like it hurts. Yeah, I, I'm. It's like punching a wall. It's just skin and then bone. Like, yeah. there's nothing in between. People, I don't get it. People don't like giving me high fives or, like, they don't like dapping me up. See, I might just be built different, but it kind of hurt. Dap me up, dude. Yeah. Do, no, do the, do the. You do missed. The, which one? Like, do, do this, the fist bump with okay. her. You missed. You missed. So? It's a two-way street, okay. yeah. buddy. I'm so weak. Yeah. I don't have my contacts in today. Like, it's I, fine. Neither do I. Yeah. I don't okay, wear contacts. So, Dude, I'm so scared of them. Like, have you ever... I've seen those news where it's, like, people had, like, layers of them just because they can roll back of your eye. And I saw this woman, like, she had, like, 
with like over 10 like contact lenses just like rolled in the back and they were taking it out and i'm like i'm terrified if no. i ever sorry fuck up my vision i'm getting glasses like no exception yeah I, what i think would be a good idea is you know um the you know the little like gummies that are like little burgers or little fries yeah. make gummies that look like little contact lenses because everybody everybody wants to uh, just try one right forbidden Hold up. I'm candy so, i'm so confused you mean like put them in your eye or just like no not the gummies in your eye like just eat a contact lens forbidden so you want to eat half a sphere looking gummy boy this is tide pods yeah. all over again <laughs> yes no it is i what they look Tide pods kind of looking good though i can't lie they look like, good no one asked them to package it like that all right when I, I i knew a girl back home who she used to uh take her contacts out and then stick them on her mirror and just have them there. That's it's like terrifying. a collection, I'm like sorry. like dried out, stuck on contact lenses. That's a horror movie like clip right there. Yeah, that's Ew. weird. That's weird. Like I get like, listen, I I, I don't get gr like it's not gross. It's just odd. I don't get grossed out by things. People are like, ooh, ooh, contacts. Is, it's been in your eye. That's disgusting. What's wrong with an eye, man? Eye's probably one of the cleanest parts on your body. I know. I know. You just like walk into a girl's house after an item, and then you see a whole mirror of contact dried lenses and you're like you know what it was so nice to meet you it's not like it's i don't care that's like not been on the eye it's just so unsanitary yeah. and also yeah. well, it's gonna ruin that mirror yeah oh you yeah know what i mean it's gone yeah ant-man am i right oh <laughs> fuck ant-man i'm sorry this is so weird like i don't get the hype bill, bill murray's in it i mean yeah but besides that and and, and jonathan majors as kang the conqueror I don't know. It could be fun. It could be fun. If they don't make it bad, it'll be good, right? Listen, I doubt you guys have anything to say on this. Maybe I'm wrong. Is Maybe it the live-action Avatar The Last Airbender thing on Netflix? Please, no, contacts? it's so bad. No. The live-action? No, they're making a new one. Netflix is. Oh, I thought you meant like the one No, 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 no. Okay, yeah, yeah, no. Ho, ho, get that away from me. That should not even exist. It's god-awful. The, the tattoo drawing air Don't, don't go there. It's yeah. so bad. What are we talking about? Netflix Avatar is Aang? Netflix is making a new live action Avatar like, series. Avatar Last yes. Airbender. Yeah, and like we're talking about like the M Night Shyamalan movie that should not even exist. We First do not of all, talk about it. Doesn't follow any of the storylines. The cast was so like okay. They in the book. The cast is white. The cast is white. There are specific yeah. like racist, specific like cultural elements. Yeah, there are. And they were like let's and just it was like entirely whitewashed. Yeah. Yeah. That's that you know that's interesting they mentioned that because I'm playing Aang in the uh, I, next uh, wait, in the live action series yeah. I love how I just got owned on Ben's podcast Dude. unintentionally. <laughs> I'm not. I did. I was sitting here for see he what? just he can just do check, it. Can I just check who's who's casted in that? Yeah, Ben Parker. Literally no. Like I, I forgot to say that I'm Ben. I, I'm Ben of the Ben. <laughs> I'm Ben Aka. Convinced of it ben for like a, like a fat minute. Why aren't you now? I'm Aang. I'm playing the Asian man. That's not funny, dude. It's a little funny. Anyway, oh my okay. god, y'all seen the posters for like the Cowboy Bebop live version? It looks kind of fun. Yeah. It just pisses me off because here, I'm a huge weeble, right? I read all the manga. Like, I want to. I want to watch the original. No, the original. It's it's like it's it's um it's kind of on the same level as like Gintama or like Evangelion, which is if you even if you haven't watched, it's like considered as like father of anime series. Yeah. And it's just like again, it doesn't really follow the story, no, nor like does include a lot of cultural like elements and references from the series. So it's like, I just hate it. It's like, 
I don't know, one thing that I don't really like about modern TVs and, like, adaptations is that, like, especially when there's a specific storyline or specific type of people, you know, like, involved, I don't know, I just don't really see a point in changing, like, things or especially people for, like, a live action. And oh, hey, I found it. Um, like, people, um, <laughs> the only two cast members I think that, like, most of the people who are listening here would know would be Paul Sun Hyung Lee. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Wait, who? who that's who, the ki- that's the con- that's the guy from Kenzie's Convenience who's playing Iroh. Oh my god, he played Uncle Iroh. He's playing Iroh. Oh, I can't yes. wait to see it. You know, that, the that dude like, keeps sipping the tea and he like doesn't care and he like you know um, he yes. like uh, mentors Zuko. Yeah, and then um, Daniel. I Dake. just like how he like, he looks like he doesn't know any of this. I don't. I've never I've never bloody watched this. It's okay. Show. You're getting cultured right now. It's okay. Now. Yeah, I know. This is how, I know how okay. people feel. Just so you know, when like the, the animated series dropped in Nickelodeon, that was a culture reset back in yeah. the day. Like, it, it's a huge it's on thing. Netflix. It's on Netflix. I like Watch Ninja Turtles. Oh my god. <laughs> Why? The original show. one. No, the, the, 2012. The, remember when the 3D version didn't come out? <laughs> when it, good when, times. When the Michael 3D Bay one came it. out? Yeah, yeah I didn't really a, like that's it. That's a good show. I don't know. I grew up on that. It's like one of my I like, favorite I like shows ever. I like the 90s ever. one better. I've never seen it. It was not easily yeah. accessible. Can't lie, April looked so good in the original version. And then Daniel Day Kim is... I'm so sorry, I shouldn't have said that. Oh my god. What? Why do I care? I don't know, I just feel like I made everyone awkward. It's like no. became silent. Then no, Daniel I mean, Day I don't know. What to, I don't know what Are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. What am I supposed to respond? Oh, yeah, that, you know. Yeah, <laughs> he just c- sits so awkward, and it's like, I feel like we're, like, not including him. And, like, I just that that 80s cartoon character in that yellow jumpsuit. Yeah, it looks real good. Looks <laughs> yes, real good. let's go. Yeah, Come yeah. on, dump me up. <laughs> that peaked so hard on the mic. Oh, my God. Daniel Day Kim is Ozai. I don't know if that is relevant to anybody. Who's he again? Uh, Daniel Day Kim. Uh, what has this guy been in? I only know him. Like Daniel Day Kim, he's been in Hawaii Five O. Oh, Lost, oh yeah. yeah, let's go, Daniel Day Kim. I know him. Hawaii yeah. Five O. That's it's a good show. It's a good yeah. show. It's not really that good, but you know, yeah. my mom used to watch it. I'd be like, yeah, what's on Hawaii Five O tonight? That's a See, show I know. I can relate. I grew up watching like Soviet Union scary cartoons, so <laughs> yeah, I'm very uncultured. Come on, Hawaii Five O. It's good. It's good. It I ended. It ended. It's so sad. I can't believe it ended. All I know is who plays Toph, man. Toph is who, my who favorite character. Dude, yeah, no, they haven't announced saying? it yet. They haven't cast that one yet. Toph is like the. Oh my god, remember the scene where she learned how to bend metal in the cage? <laughs> that was so good. What's dude. the big? What's the big like flying cow thing? It's a bison. His name's Appa. Oh yeah, Appa. Appa. Who's playing Appa? <laughs> uh, yeah, I saw. Yeah, you're gonna say your mom. Your <laughs> mom, right? <laughs> say it. Say it. Say it. Your mom, dude. I'm sorry. I was waiting for this. It was such a good opportunity. Yeah. I'm it. so sorry. I apologize. No, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. I don't. It's fine. Yeah. I, I know you're laughing. I know. You can keep denying all you want, but it's funny. <laughs> Dude, I saw a fucking like <laughs> top Funko Pop yesterday at Mind Games. How much was it? It, it? it was thirty-five dollars. It was like, bro, like, and all the rest were like fifteen by comparison. I got I my like, friend one time. You know those like Star Wars limited edition golden Funko Pops. One, yeah, one they're, they're, it's they're $60. All right. What? Sorry, $60? It was nearly $60. Was, I'm it, not a, even was it a regular sized Funko Pop? Um, I think it was slightly bigger than usual. Well, if it was the same, it was, if it was the regular 3.75 inches, then it was probably, you were probably looking at it in a secondhand store. But if it was something like Walmart or something, it should have been roughly like $13 to $16. Uh, it wasn't in Walmart. That's the thing. It was like in in a in a in like a figure store. Oh, okay. Well, then they were probably selling it. Up, yeah. Marked o- up. Overpriced. Uh, yeah, because the the ten inch tall ones are regular uh, forty 
or fifty dollars, depending on what? where you buy them. Ten inch Funko Pop. Point is, the actual the actual news. I don't think you guys have anything to say on this, so we sort of filled that slot with Avatar. Just get to the point. Amazon is locking down a deal for a Mass Effect TV series. Mass Effect is a video game. Yes, I love Mass Effect. I played all the parts. Dude, I'm See, such I, a I, I don't have much to say because I never played them. Okay. Do you um, think a TV show would be good? Yes, but depends on who's playing. I am playing Captain Mass Effect. You know Mass what? Effect. Okay, yeah, we can move on. What's the next? Captain what, Mass what's Effect. What's the next? What's the next news? I guys? actually, the guy who plays Captain Shepard, I saw him at a convention once. I didn't talk to him. I was gonna say that why everyone in this program has like such mad connections to people. I don't have connections to the guy who plays Captain I one Captain time Shepard. breathed next to like Brad Pitt poster, and that's the closest that I got <laughs> to people. So I'm not really sure what to say. I once, I never, I never got to meet her, but um. What's her name? Tracy Strong? No. Mm-hmm. Is that her name? I, I think so. No, that's not her name. Uh, the, she plays... She's a voice actor. She plays Timmy Turner. And Tara Sarah, Strong. Tara, Tara, Tara Strong. Strong. Uh, Timmy Turner, Jimmy Neutron. Um, uh, uh, Raven from Teen Titans Go. Like Harley Quinn and a ton of stuff. I She was at a convention. Never, never got to talk to her. I talked to the lady who plays... Uh, Cheryl, Blo- Cheryl Blossom's mom on Riverdale. I spoke to her about the acting industry and like how to get into the film industry. She was like, "Yeah, just go to like, uh, just go to like, you know, the heart of BC, get an agent." Honestly, no. At this point, I just hope that one day I wake up like in those movies and I randomly get landed, accidentally get landed a very important role in like accidentally in a very important movie and then accidentally become famous. You know, <laughs> like. That's the only way for me at this Same point. thing, but just, I, I want to purposely get good roles. Just fall into any opportunity that comes. I wanted to play, like, a psychotic character for so long. I never told anyone about this. Uh, here's something interesting. Disney, the company, will be spending $33 billion on content in 2022. Movies, TV shows, all that stuff. $33 billion. Like, to acquire rights? No, to make stuff. Like, budgets. No way budgets cost that much. That, nah. It's not surprising. I think they spent something, a 20-something billion dollars this year. Think about it. If, if, a, if a blockbuster costs $100 million, I mean, it stacks up. Because that also includes TV shows. I also have a billion dollars. You have a billion dollars? You want some? Yes. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that was funny. I thought it was going to sound very funny in my head. But then... you're joking? Yes, yeah, spit it out. Yeah, come on. Oh, they're come already on. making I... so much money. What's the, like... I mean, it's pretty simple. Like, it's it's a huge business, so it's like... Because they own Fox, right? 28th Century Studios, that's other stuff. They got, like, that new Predator movie coming out, Prey. Yeah. Also, they making it. It's also not stuff that's releasing just in 2022. It's okay. stuff that's being made. So you got a ton of like Marvel stuff and a ton of, uh, uh, you know, st- Star Wars, whatever. You got stuff being made. Okay. Why Star Wars just keeps on like making new and new movies? Cause it's cool. Oh, I'm sorry. You can keep going. What it is? Understandable. Have a nice day. I like Star Wars. What? You and wanna say something? No, no anything yeah. I say will get me kicked out of this program. No, it's okay. I'm with you on Star Wars. I'm with no, you. it's not. No, you can't. I can't have an opinion because I have never seen a single Star Wars movie start to finish. 
Oh, oh, he's twitching. He's twitching. He's twitching. I'm not twitching. He literally, yeah, see, he was You want me to leave? Do you want me to leave? No, no, it's fine. I don't care what movies. Understandable, have a nice day. I don't care. I don't care what movies people have or have not seen. For anyone who's wondering, Ben was just sitting and twitching here because he's so angry. I'm not angry. I have. No, not, I don't think I've ever seen Ben angry, and honestly, okay, wait, wait, I hope wait. I no. Never. You have. You haven't. You have not genuinely seen me upset. Okay. I have not seen Ben angry. People on people on Res will. have seen me upset. Hold up here. Can I? Okay. What would it take for you to be actually like mad? Like why would you go out of your way to make Ben mad? No, it, I'm asking for a friend. Um, do you think? <laughs> uh, do you mean what friend wants to spite Ben? Here's the I'm, thing. It's just out of curiosity. If I get mad, it tends to be I get mad at myself. Okay. Like I'm upset with my own. So I just dress up as abilities. Ben or like. <laughs> no, like. What's the plan? I, I would literally just like mon like Monday, I just had like a meltdown. Oh, and I'm it was so just sorry. like it was just like this little. It, it I can't even explain. It was just like this thing, and it triggered like. Just. A particular part of my brain where I was just like, like I just like I started I like that. I started like kicking my like sandals like around my room and like hit the door made a super loud sound and then I like walked in, into the hallway I saw mm -hmm. Jacob who was a guest on episodes eleven and thirteen I was like Jacob and he was like Ben Parker and I like flipped out I was like like I was just like <laughs> punching the air I was I was upset I was upset and it often tends to be. I just get mad at myself and my own circumstances and abilities. This just went deeper than I thought it would go. Yeah, that the, happened. That kind of hit. That's the thing. I'm well. I'm 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 quite transparent when it comes to, you know. I feel like I'm I'm quite honest with I people. We just like end up talking about all of our deepest issues right now. I, I think this is actually a good leeway into our topic of the day. Yeah. Well. Yes. Sort of. I guess. I'm just saying. I don't, no, it's okay. I understand. When I do, I talk about myself because I don't care what people think about me, so, you know, if people are genuinely upset because of like something I said that was personal to me, then I don't get mad. But it, it serves as a learning experience that you know I cannot trust that person as much. That's all. If you want somebody to get, if you want, if you want to make me mad, if someone else wants to make me mad, it's gonna take a lot. Even something that would make me like sad, I probably wouldn't get mad at. You need to genuinely, I mean genuinely, like build up a large amount of trust and then shatter and betray that. Even people who I like, I would trust with something and then like they break that or whatever, often it's little things I don't even get upset because I'm like, honestly, I don't care. I'm somebody who does not look at the past. I only look at the future. I wish I could do that. I wish I could just like Same. for one day just not care at all about like what people think or do. Like that's my biggest issue. Oh, well, well, no, that's not. I, I, it's not that I don't care. It's the thing. I I have I, I live life. I can confidently say I live life without any regrets. I just don't. I regret like literally everything Man, I did. I, re <laughs> I respect you immensely for that. I could never. Thank you. It, it's just that I can't go back and change the past. So what is the point in sulking over it? I take it as a learning experience, and I apply it to the future. That being said, my greatest bloody flaw is that I worry too much about the future, and I highly overthink, I, I strategize, make contingency plans for like every little thing. And it often 
Like, I, I will overthink so much that I forget to do anything at all, sort of thing. It's a horrible spiral. No, for me, it's the same, except it's with the past. Like, I don't even think about the future just because I'm so attached to things that happened before, and I, like, think of ways that how it could have been, like, a better situation and things, and it's just, like, it's so bad, man. Yeah, I, I think a little bit about that stuff, but it usually I usually drop it pretty quick. It's just that my greatest flaw would be anything that upsets other people. I don't know what that is, if there is one, because people don't usually tell me. Um, I often ask for, like, feedback. <laughs> However, my greatest flaw onto myself is overthinking. It's just the way it is. Well, that hit dip. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, sorry, guys. No, it's okay. No, don't I'm apologize. <laughs> that was... This, that okay, was... think of this as, like, free therapy, right? Even yeah. if we do have a like, certain topic, I mean, we're yeah. allowed to talk about anything. Yeah. I also don't like getting... I don't like to make people sad on the podcast. It happens every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And I've, I might have even talked about that before. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's just a thing that comes up. Regardless, we have a movie that yes. we all have like seen most of or watched. Yes. Uh, we've all seen the 2021 Disney Pixar film, Luca. Oh. Directed by somebody who I'm gonna I did not remember. I'll pull him up. It's some Italian guy. It's an Italian man. Yes. Oh gosh, what is his name? Luca. It is directed, directed by, by en- Enrico Casarosa. Yes. What do you guys think? Oh, you does, can watch it on anybody... Disney Plus. Yeah, by the way, it's on Disney Plus. I've never seen it. Do, do one of you guys want to uh, sum up without? Well, we'll do no spoilers, and then we'll talk yes, about spoilers. Yes, 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 yes. Um, okay, I, <laughs> let me take over. This is my territory. Okay. Do, do you guys want to explain what the movie is about? So, Joanna can do it. <laughs> so Luca is a Disney Pixar film. It's about our titular character, Luca, who lives in, like, just off the coast of, like, the Italian Riviera, and he is a sea monster, so he lives with his parents underground and his grandmother, and his mother in particular is very overprotective because the town that is by the ocean where he lives is very out to get sea monsters however once like they are on land like if one of these sea monsters were to go on land they would completely transform into a human so it's kind of like it's little mermaid-esque and luca is very much a daydreamer he like always imagines what it would be like if you were allowed to go to the surface so he rebels and he sneaks off to the surface with a fellow sea monster slash turned into human named Alberto, who is the complete opposite of him. He's very carefree, daring, goes after everything he wants. And the two basically embark on this really fun summer journey together and like explore the nearby town and like they meet new people, they make some friends, they make some not friends. It's a really fun movie. It's simple, it's heartwarming, you'll love it. What <laughs> that you, maybe yeah, what, what, I can What do you guys think? Like in terms of quality. Quality? Well, first of all, it was so bad. Joking. <laughs> I'm just 
stab you right here, right now. Okay, just the worst kidding. move I've ever watched. Um, quality in terms of animation is stunning. I love like the color palette they used. It's like, it's bright, but it's also easy on the eyes, and it seems very like playful, sunny. Like it takes place during the summer, obviously, so that makes sense. The water, the way they animated that water, I absolutely love. And in terms of story. It's like we were talking earlier about like little women or something like that. I, um it's really refreshing to have stories that are like to have films that have stories that are engaging and entertaining and you know interesting to follow without being overly flashy and action packed. I I like that kind of thing. It's simple. Um Enrique Casarosa, the director, he said he was largely inspired by um, Studio Ghibli when he was creating this film, hence maybe why I like it. Like, the name of the town, Porto Rosso, is literally a reference to Ghibli film Porco Rosso. Oh, I didn't um, know that. Yeah, so he took heavy inspiration from, like, Ghibli films, they, like, they don't have a ton of conflict, but they prove that it's not needed to make a great story. And the case, same case, same is true for Luca, and that's honestly why I like it. What about you? Well, I think that the it's I think it's a good movie. I think it's a good movie. It's a hangout movie in many yeah. ways. I like I think the biggest the weirdest thing for me was the the character design, which I wasn't sure cuz it's, it's a lot different from uh, other Pixar stuff. Yeah, but I did ease sure. into it. I really like the cat. I like the cat. The <laughs> yeah. cat was my favorite yeah, part. Yeah, I, like the cat. I also like the human dad character. Um, <laughs> I think the the animation is like, in terms of detail, it's stunning. Yeah. It's beautiful. I also I don't really want to see this style used again. I'd rather them change it up, go back to their other stuff, or try something new. Like I like the look of that new Lightyear. Like that sort of more. Yeah what I jive with. What I will say, it does look a little, like, I don't know, I don't want to say it looks plasticky, but it does look, it, it, it doesn't, it, it did not wow me away. Like, it, 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 it's really, really great animation, but it also wasn't doing anything new. Um, like, the same thing I felt about Soul. Like, Soul yeah. looks phenomenal. I think Soul is a better-looking movie in the real-world areas, but it's also more going on. I like the vibes it sets. I like the... Um, I like a lot of the characters. They're very likable. I like the music at, at times. Yeah, I like I w- the music, too. I watched this with my roommate last night at 2 a.m., and we both agreed that the story is just really, really generic and really I agree cook- on that. I, I gotta agree on that. It's it's really yeah. cookie cutter. I'm not disagreeing with you on that. There's not there's like no surprises. It's not it didn't really affect me in any way. It was fun. I think it might be a little overhyped. I, I even I think sorry, sorry I was just gonna say I think the water, it looks great. I remember being like, look at the lighting on that water. Yeah. Like that's great. Like the, it just there's like some shots of nature and it just looks yeah. like real life. I love the water in Moana. I think that's my top animated water. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Now with the storyline, it's like I also I was kind of disappointed just because 
when you're watching, it's like as soon as this whole like monster thing kind of gets revealed, you're kind of like you kind of already know what's gonna happen. You know, it's like it's like oh, this like you know, specific characters they're like hiding, and everybody suddenly wants to like get them. You know, and it's like it's a cool concept. But it's just it was so overused to the point where it's like it doesn't like unless they do did something more interesting or maybe more like something specific to this storyline. I just feel like they could have done way more with it than just kind of made it a basic kind of like, you know, like monster human uh, thing. It is just like, <clears throat> I think a sea monster, like that's fun. Yeah. It's a fun idea. I do think, I just think it's a little, um, uh, like I said, it, yeah, it's not trying anything new because you can tell what the themes of the movie is like right away. There's some really, I think the film excels on the little details, like uh, the fish. There are, like, yeah. these little fish that uh, Luca has to herd, and they make, like, sheep noises. <laughs> I like that detail a lot. And they just sort of float. Like, they don't... They're not moving around like, like normal fish. I don't know. I think, for me, why I love this movie so much is... I think... I was talking about this... I, th- I, ta- I texted Jacob about this before I'd even met the guy. Shout out to Jacob, by the way. Where it was, like... The timing of a movie and when you watch it ha- can have quite the impact on how on your enjoyment of it and your opinion of it. Yes. Like when I was a kid, and sorry to go on a quick tangent, I was when I was at my peak Muppet loving phase around the age of eight. Um, like one of the mo- Muppet, my favorite Muppet movies at the time was Muppets from Space, which is what probably one of the lower quality. Muppet movies. It was one of the ones that were released after Jim Henson died, and, and all of the is ones that the after. the one where Gonzo. Yeah, that's the Gonzo one. Yeah, and after that, like all the ones after that, on, and like the two new Disney ones are pretty okay, but most of the ones that were released after Jim Henson's death were not as good. But as a kid, I absolutely loved that movie. But at that point, I was just like, it is Muppets. I don't care how good it is story wise or anything. I will like it. And with Luca, it was like. This was released in June of 2021, this mm-hmm. year. Yeah. Right around the time we were all graduating high school. And that was probably, like, the first movie I'd watched since we graduated high school. And, well, it's a summer movie, first of all. And so when Luca and Alberto were talking about going on all of these adventures together, I was imagining myself, like okay, this is the last summer where I'm, like, a kid, where I'm technically not an adult yet, because I was turning 18, like, towards the end of that summer. So I was like, I need to pack as much fun as I possibly can into the summer. This is the last summer I have before I start college. I don't know if I'll be able to do this again. And it was also the last time I was seeing a lot of friends. I just think the timing of when you see a movie it has a lot to do with whether or not you're liking it like how much you like it or not or its impact on you and certainly is true for me and the other thing about that too was it it does have some moments and themes that can definitely ring true for end of summer sort of things yeah and another thing i really i related to both of the characters luca and alberto a lot especially like luca in the beginning because you know how he was nervous to do all of these human things despite being a daydreamer and always imagining that he could one day do them that is me i am very much an anxious person i have a comfort zone and for the most part i like staying within it 
but and and then comes along Alberto who is dragging Luca out of this and I also kind of part of me also kind of wanted to be that kind of friend I want to be a friend like Alberto who will like help my friends and you know make them better people because he made Luca a lot better person he made him more confident it's a good friendship yeah it absolutely is a lot of the character dynamics are really strong I absolutely agree it's interesting what what you say about like having a a movie affect you like depending on when you watch it because like this movie didn't particularly affect me but I'm also like in university now what like for example this summer a movie that did really impact me and it was also because it was nearing the end of summer um, was the Suicide Squad oh my god the the new one because uh, just the fact that it was all these like, I really related that to me and my friends, and I don't know if I've said this before on the podcast, but I've definitely told this to a lot of people. Just the fact that that movie was about a group of, like, ragtag losers who, you know, some of them knew what they wanted to do. Some people sort of had, like, a passion or a purpose, and they lost that at some point. Some people have never had a, felt like they've had a purpose. And... They, like, these characters who, you know, whether or not they're passionate, they're all sort of, like, at this point where they are, yeah, they're purposeless. But there comes a point in that movie where they sort of, like, reject that about themselves, and they're they're willing to fight for their purpose, even if it kills them. And I've always found that very inspiring, and it's also just awesome. <laughs> but, but just, it was just like this, because uh, I saw it with, like, 11 of my friends and it was this thing where it was like I, I, I was like maybe the real there's a there's a letterbox review that um that i quote and it's like maybe the real suicide squad were the friends we made along the way and uh it's definitely it is definitely how i how i looked at that that friend group because you know that was a lot of fun but luca yeah it didn't it didn't hit me in the same way but also because i'm not I, I like I don't I don't know if I have like a best friend per se. If it if I do, it's always changing. But I do I'm I'm more like uh I I have like best groups. If that, if that makes sense. Yeah. And so the Suicide Squad is like a group movie where Luca is like a one-on-one friend movie sort of thing. That's all. Um if you don't have like a specific one person that you're like really close with or like you don't or you never really had this kind of relationship that they have in the movie at some point in your life, I also don't think you can really kind of get a lot of out of the movie because you just simply can't relate to a lot of the themes of it. And, and well, even that, I don't know if even that's true. Because, like, I don't know, a movie that has, like, issues that you can't relate to. Like, one of my favorite movies ever is uh, Black Klansman. Well, and I'm- a lot of the issues it tackles with racism is not something that I've personally experienced, but I can still absolutely connect and feel for I the characters in the film. I guess what I'm trying to say is that, like... It, it might not elevate it to that next. It, it's it's still, like, it's a great thing. movie and everything, but I feel like if it's just, like, you can personally relate to some aspects of it, it definitely will have a bigger impact. It'll definitely yeah. be a way, like, better movie for you. Yeah, absolutely. I personally find that movies I can relate to are the ones that I enjoy the most. Oh, of course. Yeah. Right? That's that's what's so good about movies. Yeah. Would uh, would you would you guys think about the um the would you guys think about the the there are a few daydreaming sequences. What do you think about those? I think it's interesting. I they use this. 
I think it's interesting. They use the same music for that part. I didn't it's, notice that. Yeah. They yeah, they use same music for that part. I really like them. I thought they were fun. Pixar doesn't really do that a lot. Do they? I'm trying to think. You, you know what? I, I don't know. I think the they only do time do day, I, daydreaming sequences. The only ones that I'm immediately popping ahead, obviously, are, like, Inside Out. And that's yeah. not... It's not quite the same. Yeah. Inside Out was such a good movie. I can't. I cry every time I watch it. I feel like the, I feel like Luca might suffer from the same thing that Inside Out suffers with for me. Which where is? it's a really solid first watch when you don't know what's going to happen. But I feel like it might really be difficult to get through on rewatching. I've seen Inside Out like three times, and I always enjoy it less because it's really creative and new the first time. But once you know all the tricks, it, it's sort of like there are just movies that don't work well on rewatch, and I think Inside Out is one of them. I can't say that for Luca, but it just feels like something where I might not be as interested the second time. I'm one of those people that's really obsessive. Like, you've seen my vast collection of Totoro merch. Yes. If I, like, if I'm into something, I must have everything involved with it. So, if it's a movie, I will watch it over and over again every single day, maybe multiple times within the same day until I don't like the movie anymore. So, like, when COVID restrictions were easing this summer and we were finally allowed to go to, like, people's houses again, I went to my best friend's house, like, a couple days before our graduation. I was like, hey, like, you want to watch a movie? Let's watch Luca. A couple weeks later, um, I went to my cousin's house. Hey, let's watch Luca. Like, I watched it every, almost every day for maybe a solid month. That's the thing. I didn't get, I didn't get to watch it, like, every day, but I saw yeah. the Suicide Squad at a drive-in, and then I was like, mama, papa, let's watch this for my birthday. So we saw it, because they hadn't seen it, we went to go watch it at the, at the theater, and I, I rewatched it. My friend Logan saw it again, too. So yeah, you know, if, if it's there, especially when it's something easy yeah. on Disney+. Plus, I, 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 don't, I don't often rewatch stuff, because I always I want to watch new stuff, like things, some things I haven't seen before. But like, I remember when it came out, for some reason, I saw Sing. Sing? You know Sing? It was on like, free, like, yeah. on demand. Yeah. And I saw it like three times within a few days. Why? It's not that bad. It's not the worst thing ever. It's just a guilty pleasure, I think. It's just weird. I don't know. I don't know. It's really lazy, but it's it's... sort of fun, I guess. I don't know. It's just that? Really? I'm watching Sing three times? What what am I doing? (laughs) I don't know. I don't rewatch movies often, but especially with Disney and just honestly, most of the animated, specifically movies, especially targeted towards children, that I watch... um, I don't know, I just always find, even unintentionally, something that I kind of can relate to or I can get attached to, like a specific issue, mm-hmm. a specific situation. And because of that, no matter how many times I watch, even if it's within a short period of time, like, I'll never get tired of it, because I'm like, yeah, you know, this, yeah. Like, this, this yeah, is me. Yeah, we vibe with yeah. this. <laughs> like, like, I'll never get tired. Like, sometimes when I like, for example, a certain song, I can... I'm not even joking, listen to it for months, just like yes. several times a day, be like, oh, where's my banger? <laughs> where's my banger? <laughs> do, do you guys want to get into spoilers? Um, spoilers no. for Luca. Kind of, because Luca. I Luca. Wa- Sorry. <laughs> kind of, because I have a lot more to say on why I like this movie so much, because you guys yeah. seem to be pretty, because y'all seem to be pretty tame on this, and like... Oh no, maybe I'm biased because I was a hardcore Pixar fan growing up. Like, like I have a bunch of the Toy Story toys. That was my thing. I still sleep with oh a Woody doll. Oh my god! Do- I want to start when 
the, the Barbie doll came out of the Barbie from Toy Story. I have I wa- that. I wanted it so bad my entire life. One. That's one thing. If I ever get the doll, I'll be so happy. Like I, it's and it's so expensive now because you can get it anywhere. Right? So, I, so I used to cat sit for one of my neighbors, yeah. and in her, uh, in her like guest bedroom downstairs, they would they, uh, she had a, a huge, huge glass case of a ton of vintage Barbie dolls. Um, not in, not usually. They had, like she had some of the mint uh, in box. She had some of the holiday ones in box, oh. but they were all displayed on yeah. stands in like a just a thing like out of box but they were like you know displayed in a nice glass shelf and they were all like they were like the they were like the big like real ones not like small little toys Mm -hmm. they were like legitimate like crazy crazy ones i remember like there was a really there's one that was like a statue of liberty or there's one that had a dress that was like the sydney opera house those i think those ones the architecture ones were my favorite those were very cool yeah doesn't matter point is we're gonna get into spoilers so if you have not seen Luca, this is sort of the last like part of the show is the spoiler section because yet again another week, another week goes by with the, without me asking questions because I forgot. However, if you have not seen Luca, we will be talking all things spoilers. If you don't care about spoilers, keep on listening. Or if you do care about spoilers and you just want to torture yourself, then you can keep listening too. That being said, what do you guys think? about Luca spoilers edition, huh? Hmm? Um, Sorry. This is where, like, that, one of those, like, I don't know, like, we've been talking about story structure a lot in our screenwriting class. I'm not sure exactly what point this is. It might be, what are the qualifications for second act turn? I'm sorry. Oh, God. Don't test me on this right now. I'm not going to. We have a final coming up in two weeks, my guy. Yeah, Um, I know. I know. I know. I'm just going to pray to Jesus. Anyone in our program who, like, knows all of the qualifications for the different parts of story structure, can you please let me know whether I'm right on whether or not this is the second act turn of Luca? But... It's the point where, like, after he, like, Alberto's basically getting jealous of his friendship with, Luca's friendship with Julia, who is a human human, and, and then eventually decides to reveal himself as a sea monster, and then Luca acts like he doesn't know what's going on, and so Julia is now afraid of Alberto, so he runs away. And I hate being this type. I I admit that I hate. I'm this. I hate admitting that I am can sometimes be this type of person. But sorry for all the stuttering. Um, it's okay. You were talking earlier, Ben. You went really deep about what you think your flaw is about overthinking, and yeah. I am the same. Except it's not. Um, it's about what other people think of me. And so if mm. I see a people of. Like, a group of my friends just have, even having a conversation without me. Like, and it may not even have anything to do with me. Like, and even if it's people that I really trust, and I see them having so much of a conversation without me, my mind will immediately go to, what the hell did I do wrong? Literally and same. It can, yeah, Literally it same! same. And like, like yeah. it's nothing bad, and you just immediately, yeah. like, okay, well, I, I had to, like, fuck something up for this, you know? Yeah, and it's a horrible feeling, because it almost feels like a betrayal to your friends, where you think you can't trust them, even though you know in your heart there is absolutely no reason you can't trust them, 
and usually the conversation not even about you and so I related a lot to Alberto on that front mm. and then after, after that when Luca goes off to find him and he finally reveals and Alberto reveals like what happened and he's like I've actually like the dad I told you about that I supposedly live with I don't live with I'm here by myself and man I'm gonna get really deep here too and this goes back to the timing yeah, thing you can say what you need to say um that like movie can't like when i watched that movie maybe about a week prior my parents had just separated oh i'm so sorry to don't hear it's fine it's fine and so like i like i still see my mom pretty often hope she never listens to this <laughs> i still see my mom pretty often and i love her dearly and i'm not i harbor no hard feelings but like that was that hit hard when he's like like i started count like there are tally marks on the wall of like the little tower where he lives and he's like i started when my dad left and i don't like i just stopped counting at one point and he's and luca's trying to tell him like you don't like you're a good person you got me to do all this cool stuff going back to the beginning of the movie um when luca's afraid to like ride down the hill in their makeshift vespa alberto tells him a phrase silencio bruno like he's like he says like the little voices in your head that tell you you can't do something call it um like that person's name is bruno and so basically shut him up and whenever you're afraid to do something repeat silencio bruno so luca does it over the course of the movie and it helps him and i actually started doing that personally whenever i think i can't do something it's like going back to like at the first start of the semester when we had to do inspiration projects um i remember oh my our god, class- i never got to do oh it. my god oh man i remember riley shout out to riley talking about one of their favorite movies, Fantastic Mr. Fox, and a quote from it that they really liked was, like, I don't want to live in a hole anymore. And if I'm correct, I've seen that movie a lot, the line immediately following that is, like, Mr. Fox saying, and I'm going to do something about it. Hmm. And so, going back to Luca, I decided, like, with a thing like that, Luca then uses the phrase that Alberto taught him towards him, telling him, you are worth more than, like, you talk, like, you're worth more than you think you are. Stop telling yourself you're, you're, like, bad. Yeah. And that was, like, honestly, that's something I use pretty often now in my mind. I'm telling myself, oh, because... Like my self esteem. Sorry, I don't want no, to go. No, no, it's okay. It's okay. You're, like, you're quite all right. <laughs> thanks, Ksenia. Like my self esteem goes pretty low some a lot of the times, and so you got a phrase like "silencio Bruno" and things like that. It helps. That's one of the great things about movies yeah. and like movie quotes. I should have used that as my grad quote, man. <laughs> oh my god, I used yeah. the Shrek quote for my grad. I still regret it. My, um, my grad quote was awesome. What was yeah. it? What was it? You, you either like Big Mac or you straight tripping. Swag oh. is a privilege, not a right. Weren't get real or get out. <laughs> Love, Ben. Get Weren't real? you valedictorian? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's... It's that a, was so good. Applause, applause. <laughs> Thank you. It's a little contradictory, yeah. I feel like, yeah. just to have a quote that yeah. stupid. 
But yeah, no, I the you mentioned a lot of things. Yeah. I don't want to live in this hole anymore, bro. I don't want to live in this dorm anymore. Oh my god, that dorm sucks. Is it? Is it? Okay, here's the thing. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> yes, that's that was as you were. You okay there, bud? Oh yeah, I'm all. I'm all right. No, oh, I was just no, I was fine. I was just I was just like giggling to myself. Oh. That wasn't no. That was not. Oh, sorry, I was covering for those listening. I was like covering my eyes. I think maybe it looked like I was crying or something. That was not the case. Dorms kind of like it's just small and feels like purgatory. That's all. That was the joke. Point is, Silencio Bruno. That was interesting that you mentioned that because what, what do you guys think about them speaking English throughout the entirety of the movie and then just saying certain words in Italian? I I just thought it was it was because I would assume they all speak Italian. Like I assume that's what they're speaking, right? Yeah, they do. I mean, there's a lot of like movies that do this cross culture. Actually, interesting fact: um, the guy who voiced Ercole, who is spoiler our antagonist in this story. Yeah, it's not really um, a spoiler. Yeah, he's, I guess. He's, he's a bad dude. Yeah, the guy who voices Ercole in the movie actually also voiced him in the Italian dub version. Oh, yeah, that's same, very It's the cool. same guy. They hired, no, they hired a bunch of Italian people to do that. Another quote I use often is, what's wrong with you, stupido? <laughs> like, yeah, I do that a lot. It'd be interesting to watch this movie in Italian with subtitles and see yeah. how it changes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, just be, be fun. I mean, it's just I... It's just a little... I mean, if your mass market is an English audience, it would make sense. I guess it, I can see why it would be a bit jarring and how it would seem a bit awkward, the jumps between Italian and English. Do they, but, do they do I mean, that? I, I honestly, sorry, I yeah. uh, myself personally really appreciated that just because yeah. it's like, even though the main um, audience is in English, it's like... They're including a lot of cultural elements in the yeah. language, so it's just, it's just kind of like, I don't know, I feel like it just kind of pushes people more towards like appreciating different cultures. Sure, yeah, yeah but it's, it's, it's like, like Dora, where they speak in both yeah. English that, and Spanish. That's true, but that's like to learn a certain language, I don't know, like silencio, stupido, it's like the way I say fantastico. It's because it can be like a little distracting. I don't know how you do it properly in this film to like balance that. But I don't know. I think of a I think of a movie, and this is a totally different way they did it. But like Isle of Dogs, oh yeah, uh, it does it's it's really cool because like all the, and even then does that movie doesn't do it perfectly. All the dogs are speaking English, and the humans don't understand them. But it's in Japan, and all the humans speak Japanese. What is it's often translated via um, translator or sometimes subtitles, or it's just not necessary. Mm-hmm. However, what I have heard is that some of the Japanese characters or some of the things that the characters say don't actually translate to Japanese correctly It's like a mix of like Japanese and gibberish sort of same way how like Borat speaks um, like He's from Kazakhstan Mm -hmm. But he speaks like a mix of languages that don't really Don't really correspond to anything exactly Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. It's the same thing with Isle of Dogs. But that that was a cool way to do it where you don't need the human character speaking English to still get the story across. Yeah. Very different situation because you would need subtitles with something like Luca. But, yeah, I don't know. You know, I think Pixar, if they release it on Disney+, Plus, I think Pixar could get away with a, a foreign film. Again, I don't think it's necessary, but it's very difficult to balance that, like the cultures and stuff. I don't know. It's It's a little thing. They never do it in live-action movies, really. Do they? They don't. Not a lot. No, not really. I can't think of any. Yeah. Did you guys... How old did you think the antagonist was? Cause, well... Because he, he's 16! 
You said that last year. Yeah, he's uh, yeah. But this year it's true. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. says he's sixteen. I thought the dude was like thirty when he first showed up. Really? No, yeah. straight up. Yeah, I thought he was like forty-two. No, he was. I don't know if he was that old. No, I got like early twenties vibes from him. To be fair, the lightning in the room while I was watching it was very bad, oh. so a lot of the images were kind of distorted at that point. He just yeah. looks so much older than all the other characters. Not to me, he didn't. Yeah. Also, how old are the main characters supposed to be? Um, I sort of took Luke as 12 like, and 13. 12 and 13? Oh, okay. I took it as like 11 and 13. So that was my guess. Um, yeah. Have you guys heard the theory about the human father character? No, I haven't. My, Wait. My roommate, Eric, looked this up after because he had heard something about it. And he looked it up and it's kind of funny. It's you, not that funny. But... You want to share? Yeah. Go yeah. ahead. I, I was just wondering if you guys had heard it. Um, so... It's sort of, con- like, it's a little contradicted. Um, uh, Alberto asks, like, what happened to his arm or something like yeah. that. And he just says that he, it was the way he came into the world. Like, he was born without an arm yeah. or something like that. Which is, you know, probably the truth. But there was a theory that because this takes place in the, like, uh, 50s to 60s, sort of. Yeah. Uh, if you think of, like, the, the, oh. the se- second or possibly even the first world war... It was, I think my roommate said it was like whenever Mussolini's reign was, which I think might have been first, I'm not sure. Um, I can't remember what list, I cannot remember when. It was one of the world wars and like people in Italy were being drafted, I think. And apparently it was a thing where if it was like a father who had to uh, take care of their family and didn't want to get drafted, they would amputate a certain part of themselves as to not get drafted. Oh, whoa. So maybe the dude took his own arm off. Then. That kind of makes sense, can't even lie. Yeah. Hopefully not. Hopefully yeah. it's not true. I've heard theories, but that's not the theory I thought you were going to talk about. Why? What theories have you heard? Um, uh, this one actually could be corroborated because, like, when, like, Luca asks, when, the, going back to Silencio Bruno, when Luca asks why is his name Bruno, and he's... Alberto's like, no, I don't want to talk about it. And it's suspected that Bruno is actually the name of Alberto's estranged father, yes. Mm. And that's why that's the thing he wants to shut up because his dad always, like, put him down. <laughs> or, like, I, said, you could, like, he's like, you could take care of yourself, so I'm going to abandon you. Fucking hell. I always sort of, I always sort of took it as the dad went off and probably yeah. was hunted and killed. That's what I guessed. Oh... Because he was a sea monster. Oh, right. So I sort of thought yeah. that maybe he was taken out. What is it with Disney and Pixar and always taking out the damn parents, man? Because like, like, then it's a whole other story element that yeah. you have to deal with. Yeah. They're like taking a such, they're making like such a happy movie, and then, you know, it's like underneath it, it's so much like messed up. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, the, a lot of Pixar movies have a scene where you're supposed to cry. I didn't feel like there was one in this one. Oh, I I cried at the end. I cried at the at, end. At the end. God damn. I'll be honest. Only like, uh, even if the most emotional, especially animated movies, they don't really make you cry. Like I have only. Specific... I've never I've never cried at a movie. No, like for me, there's only specific like movies, like only certain movies that I will always cry. You know, like at like the same parts. Like for example, the only movies that kind of make me cry. So one of them is the Spirit Talent of the Civil War, which is. Um, Sorry. Spirit, like the, the horse movie. Oh, the stallion one. Yeah. Spirit, yes, yes. Dude, every time I hear Brian Adams' like opening song, Here I Am, I bawl my eyes out because, you know, I have like the emotional attachment to the movie. <laughs> or like How to Train Dragon is my number one favorite series. I have all the books and all the art 
And I met the um, the author of the original books, Christina Crow. Wow. Yeah, I met her. And um, basically, like, again, only, like, the theme songs and all the specific scenes that make me cry. But, like, I don't know. Like, you can show me the most, like, the saddest, like, movie out there. I still wouldn't cry unless I get really attached yeah. to it. I, um, I, I never felt like... I always sort of figured that the dad was not, like, around. Yeah. I didn't... Yeah, obviously. That, that wasn't... If that was yeah, supposed that's... to be a twist, I didn't find it. It wasn't surprising. That's all. Um, I like that. I like that Bruno theory because he's like, he's like, why is the name Bruno? It's like it doesn't matter. It can be any name, just whatever. So that that is a that is an interesting theory. I like that one. Um, I had oh. What the ending or? I I wanted to bring this up because people call this. People are always call. I don't. I just want to know what you guys think. People are always calling this a gay movie. Oh, oh okay. Um, okay. When it was re- when it was first but, released, yeah. it was compared to like like Call Me by Your Name. Yeah, it was compared to Call Me by one, Your Name. And the, in the spirit of that, I watched Call Me by Your Name. One recently. of the one of the yeah. top reviews on yeah. Letterbox is just the words Calamari by Your Name. Oh, oh man. Luca, just kind of funny. It's not though. It's not though. If you no. see it that way though, like the like the director's clarified that's not what his intention was, but if that's the way you see it, like especially with the whole al- you could make a, a ton of different allegories for like the sea monster transformation or anything like that. Sure. I mean, people- and, if, and if you can relate to that on different levels, even that that it's not if it's not what the director intended, it is welcome. Yeah, like it's interpret the, right? yeah, interpret that however you want to. I just feel like no people are like allowed to think whatever they want, but I feel like the whole like putting it like so much out mm-hmm. there for others and kind of making it a whole cult is like I don't think that's like the, yeah like, that's the point where it kind of should stop. I yeah. just the only reason I mention it is because I did not get that from the movie. Like I, I didn't, I didn't get those things. If people want, you know, people can obviously put their own experiences into mm-hmm. like certain characters and, and you know get something yeah. out of that. But I do feel like there is this weird pressure. The best way I can describe it, like, I'm all for gay representation in films, of course. Of course, like, there's no problem with that. Absolutely. But uh, you remember when, uh, like, The Force Awakens came out and people were like, Finn and Poe should, like, get together? It was like like, a big thing. And it could have been done really well if they went with that. Instead, like, they gave Finn, like, three different love interests over the course of a trilogy. And so it was sort of like, they, they they really messed up anyways. But if it was, like... The whole thing with like, oh, you know, Finn and Poe should should get together. There was this sort of thing where to just say that like two male best friends should be able to just be friends without being in love with each other, because it sort of perpetuates stereotypes like, oh, you're you know you're so close, you, they must be in love, right? And so so it sort of becomes a punchline. It sort of becomes a stereotype. It's absurd. And it, it does create a a element of toxic masculinity mm-hmm. where if characters who are just really close friends have to be gay, yeah. then males do- will, like, if they are insecure about that sort of thing, like, about their sexuality, then they will try, or how other people see that, they'll refrain from connecting to people on, a, like, that close of a level. Mm-hmm. Just because it, there's, like, of course, there's nothing wrong with being gay, and there's nothing wrong with having gay characters, of course. But if it, if two characters aren't specified and it has to be just because they're so close, then it does create a sense of like stereotypes and toxic masculinity. Yeah. 
that's that's all that I just wanted to mention it because it was like a big discussion point for this movie and yeah. I don't see it and I do think it is sort of like it's a it's a little bit of an issue that I don't yeah. think people yeah, realize. I don't, I don't see it either, but like because I love this movie so much, the fan art that is in my Instagram feed. <laughs> that happens when, that's the thing. Like, if they if they actually made the characters gay, no yeah. problem. Yeah, like. But if, if they're not, I don't think it needs yeah. to be assumed that they are. No, and people were mad too about that. There was like Pixar just like chickened out of having that kind of storyline. It was like that was never their intention in the first place. No, honestly, yeah. any like any characters that are like uh, very close together, like video games, movies, it's like you will always see all the fans and how people just ship them. Yeah. I'm sorry, people ship like Phineas and Ferb together. They're brothers. <laughs> Ew. That's like funny. it's like that's it's funny. disgusting. It's funny, not for the right reasons. <clears throat> like, no, that's the thing. What I'm saying is that like any type of really close relationships, especially between two Males doesn't matter what kind of circumstances it will always happen, and I just feel like it's at the point now where it's just unavoidable. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even have to be two two characters of the same like gender. It it just happens with any yeah gender yeah any, any two characters yeah. that are close like that. People are just like just so desperate they try to like ship everybody. Yeah, together. it happened in the Lorax with the Onceler. And <laughs> I know, all, no, I did. Not even not not. It's not like the Onceler and the Lorax or anything. It's like the Onceler and the Onceler. Like I've himself, like it became. I actually okay. I don't know why I know this, but I watched some. I watched a video talking. <laughs> it was like on Reddit at two a.m. I I was watching a YouTube video about like uh. It was like a review of the Lorax and all the weird, bizarre stuff surrounding mm-hmm. it, and it was called like One Cest, and it was oh. like yeah, yeah, crazy, right? Awesome. No, ho ho ho. I myself, dude. That'd be wild. I would. I think I might have talked about this on the podcast, but if I had a clone, I think I'd have to kill it. Yeah. I... If it was the exact same. Because if I was thinking that a little bit, he could be thinking it too. Dude, Either that or we'd team that. up. Either that or we'd team up. But like, you know, I would want to know what liabilities I have. Although, was... no, you know, maybe we could agree and like train each other. It'd be like I... the parent trap. No, that's I have not seen it. If, if I had a clone, the original myself. or the Lindsay Lohan one. Either. Either. That's a classic. Yeah, but I also haven't seen, like, I haven't seen a lot of classics. Yeah, okay, like, fair. Skyscraper. I haven't yeah. seen Skyscraper. I mean... If I had, like, a clone of myself, I would just want to spend, like, a day or two with it. Just because I want to see, like, how, like, how? I act to, like, others, how others also see me and how, like, yeah. Yeah, I'd spy, react to I'd things. spy on them. Literally, yeah. I don't know. As soon I as I I want to know how much of an asshat I am. <laughs> like, I just want to see, like, as soon as I start, like, overthinking or saying or doing something yeah. now, I'm just going to, you know, like, slap the hell out of myself and just be like, what are you doing, you know? I'd, like, yeah. disguise myself and, like, I'd yeah. talk to some people and then I'd, like, get up and go and then my clone would be able to be like, hey, what, what do you guys think of that guy, huh? What, what, do, you, what do you guys, what do you guys think oh, of yeah, that Oh, yeah, just to find out more yeah. information. Yeah, yeah, intel. Yeah. Recon mission. For anyone wondering why we decided to do a discussion on a movie that released over five months ago, it is because a new short just came out a couple weeks ago on Disney+. Plus. It's called Ciao Alberto, and we just watched it. We watched it before this, yeah. Right before this episode. I mean, I'd already seen it, but... Would you guys... I, I really enjoyed the short. I like the cat. Yeah, I like that. I like the cat. Yeah, the cat. I like the, the cat. cat, man. It's a good cat. I like oh any. Oh my god, do they have those like plushies? Like Disney, they really, they're always. Like, I hope well, they there's are. definitely a plush of that cat. There's a plush no of doubt. that cat. Yeah. yeah, I like I like cats in movies. Hey. I like cats. You like cats? Do you like cats uh, more than dogs? Yeah. Me too. But I lo- like if I have a cat and a dog, I'll pro- like I love them equal, like as yeah. pets. 
and dogs i think dogs might probably like my dog probably makes me happier than cats like oh my god oh my god when i went home and like my dog like luna right yeah luna she just like turned herself inside out when she saw me it was like it's one of the highlights of my year imagine that yeah oh my god love dogs love dogs love cats just cats in movies makes make me happy because they're like especially animated movies they're very yeah for sure there's so many types of them it's insane you have to earn your bond with the cat (laughs) it's true it's true dogs will love you unconditionally cats are very dependent yeah, cat. Mm-hmm. No, dogs are dependent. I think. Cat, no, it's independent. Oh yes, independent. Yeah, yeah cats are. I don't super know about like, that. Dogs not being super dependent or. or no, they are dependent. Oh, uh, yeah. my. They, they, they're dependent on cats, their owners. Dogs, they like live off of like no. the interaction. They need the socializing no. way more. No. Where yes. cats, they just kind of do their own really? thing. My grandma. No, my. I say that just because my grandma's dog in the Philippines, like, we li- My grandma lives on like a one-way street. And most, the majority of the people on this street, we are somehow related to. I don't know exactly. Like, yeah. So, my mom and I, we were vacationing there. And we were visiting our, my aunt, my mom's cousin, across the street. And my grandma's dog, I don't know how he knew we were there, but dude comes walking across the street just to see us. I was like, how did you know we were here? And, like... Very street smart and everything. Like there are no signs. It is a one road. It, like it was a one way road. There is no like signs or whatever. No traffic lights. Nothing. And like the second he got across the street, the car like zoomed past. I was like, don't. I was like telling him, like dog, no, 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 don't go. And he barely got like avoided getting hit by that car. I'm just like, what is this dog? You are on another level, the my dog, guy. The dog is lucky. Yeah. I feel like. If, if we're talking about it just real quick, I just feel like with dogs particularly, they can be very independent, but it's only because they were forced into certain circumstances. Yeah. With cats, I feel like it, like even if they, they act a certain way on the street, most of the time they will act the same under most circumstances, which is yeah. why they're so different. Cats don't care. Yeah. Cats don't care. Well, no, they care a little bit. They care. They care. I had a, I had the way soup. they show their affection towards I had, others. I, is I, like, oh my god. Oh my god. That's what I mean. When you earn like when you earn the bond of a cat, it's like something special. Me and my me and my cat Amigo, we had such a strong bond. I would describe it like uh, uh, Owen Grady and Blue in Jurassic World, because uh, he you know he was a little he was a little Velociraptor that guy, <laughs> despite the fact he was very overweight, which also had to do with like a tumor. Oh my god. When it doesn't cat matter. Scratches you. That's so painful it's insane i it was just a thing like like nearing the end of amigo's life he would just like scratch me and i would just be like yeah like like i was just used to it like it didn't yeah. I, I knew how it felt i it, it never caught me off guard i remember one time i was facetiming uh me and a friend were facetiming a friend of ours and i like picked him up and he just like scratched my face <laughs> it didn't like it wasn't and it Scar- wasn't it wasn't a sharp one he didn't like tear Scar- into face. me but it was it was more of just like a, a bap a bap bap. On, on on the face you know it was sweet mm-hmm. he, or maybe he bit my ear or something i think he might oh you know God. what i think he bit my nose i think that's what it was <laughs> but it wasn't too hard he never like broke the skin or anything it was always a warning right yeah we just think of the short I, I, I just liked it. You had a very visceral reaction for. Can we spoil here? Yeah, too? we can. We'll, we're spoiling the short. Yeah, it's it's like six minutes. Yeah, there's not very there's not visceral a lot to reaction. So, um, sy- quick synopsis: like oh. Alberto writes a letter to Luca, who at the end of the previous movie has like gone to school in another like 
part of Italy. And he's <laughs> doing bad at his job. Yeah, and yeah, very terribly at his job. He's constantly like going up to Julia's father, who is his boss at this point, asking, "Am I fired?" After he does something wrong, and so he just towards the end he decides to quit, and. There isn't going to be no point in anyone watching this short after we're spoiling this anyways, but like, he decides to quit, and Yuka Senya had a very visceral reaction <laughs> when, like, Alberto is pushing Massimo away, and then he says, Just let me go, Dad! No, <laughs> so, it's just so, like, like, I don't know, it was so unexpected for me, because, I don't know. I just kind of relate a bit to that sort of relationship, where it's, like, yeah. you know, very distant, and then it's, yeah. like... I don't know. Think of someone as a family. I don't know. I just it was so yeah. like I don't know. It kind of yeah. unlocked a lot of like deep memories, and I was like, yeah. he calling him dad. Aww. Like, are you even like, are you really his dad? Like, you know, don't think so. I mean, he never had. If he if the father that he supposedly had abandoned him, like just, you would s- want to find that kind yeah, of figure again that, like, he it's kind of like in when we watch the ugly duckling in screenwriting and that little baby like i don't forgot i forgot what the word is for baby swan there is a word but when the baby swan is like looking around for a mother and like basically is pretty much torn until he finds one Kind of I was just kind of surprised, yeah. just, like, I didn't expect Alberta to just, like, open up all of a sudden, you know? Like, that that's a, that's a huge step, like, yeah. calling someone his dad, it's like, I was like, yeah. whoa. Th- like, there's no way he just said that. Yeah, that is a hard connection the, to make. Yeah, that's the thing, it didn't feel, again, it didn't really feel very new, like, it's, a, it's something I've seen a lot in movies yeah. and short films, but it, it was still, it was done well enough where it was impactful. And you really have to have seen... I don't think it's as impactful if you haven't seen the movie. I like that dad character a lot, So and I like the cat. So, like, those <laughs> are my favorite parts of the, the, mov- the movie. The dad and the cat. So, yeah. it definitely, like, elevated that. Yeah. And it looks good. It's Visually, it's good. It's, it's just a... That's a fun little thing. It's not... It's, like, yeah. totally unnecessary. But it yeah. was fun. Um, yeah. what, what would you guys give the movie out of 10? And if you have a rating for the short film, what would you give it out of 10? Um... Alright, well, for the movie, I would give it a solid um, 6, only just because everything was great, except I, I just had higher expectations for the like plot and the storyline, if I'll be honest. Okay. And for the short, I would give it probably an A, just because, like, um, I don't know, it just kind of hit me like way more than the movie, I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. Just that one little scene, it kind of like took me out. I, yeah, I thought that actually I do think that scene was probably more emotionally impactful than anything in the movie. Yeah. But that's not to say it was better than the movie. I know. I just because it's I a just short film. It, yeah. I just liked it a bit more. I don't know. I, f- I felt more connected to it than the movie itself. Alana. Uh, what's your rating, Ben? First of all. Okay. Uh, my. Putting ra- yourself on the last place. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, that's fine. Uh, again, I. We, doesn't matter what bloody ratings you give the movie. If people listening to this have a rating different than us, then you're right. It is completely subjective. You, what, what, That's the great thing about movies. What we say it? is final, unless you say something else in which you're right. So what's the rating? Uh, my rating for the movie is a seven. Uh, I think it's pretty good. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I think it's a little over hyped in some regards. Uh, I, it's probably closer to a six than an eight, 
but I did I did enjoy it. So I don't think I I, I don't have any problem problems giving it a seven. And that's still like that's still pretty good. I gave like Last Night in Soho a seven and you know Jungle Cruise a, a seven. But my my roommate gave it a six. So take that with what you will. And the so short. what about the other short film? Oh, and the short film. Um, I I think I'd also give it a seven, although it's close much closer to an eight than a six. I think. Um. Well, I'll start with the short, which I would honestly go with like a six. Point five solely oh, really? for the reason because um I love the movie so much that I was super hyped for the short and mm. it was like I was like I want and like there was nothing wrong with the short in terms of like the story but it was like it was like it's only six minutes I want more like there's just stuff wasn't that, able to give you yeah the same they're thing. like yeah. they're like I'm trying to think of like if there are any longer Pixar shorts I know they're like like I don't know if they're kind of shorts but like the toy story like christmas and halloween specials that's kind of what i was hoping for cause oh like the 20 minutes yeah those yes. are like those are my those are one of my favorite things to watch around those holidays i love, I'm I so love those yeah i'm so toy story of terror whatever yeah toy story <laughs> of terror and like the christmas one with the dinosaurs um <laughs> like that's kind of what i was wanting because i love luca so much mm-hmm. uh oh no, as for the movie, let's go with a solid like eight point five. And again, really? a lot of it has to do. Well, again, oh, I, I was liked... I was just expecting you to rate it higher. That's all, based off what you said. Oh, uh, like eight point five or nine. I'm very hesitant to go into the nine ter- into the nine ten tori. I don't know if uh, territory. I don't yeah. even know if I've ever given a movie a perfect ten. But oh. like, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give a movie a ten. It's like, I have never, I don't think I've ever given a movie, I don't even have a letter box, so it's like, I don't think. Sure, yeah, no, no, for sure. Yeah, I don't think I've ever given a movie a perfect 10, unless it's like, oh my god, you literally changed my life. That's true. like, this one did have a significant impact on me, again, a lot had had to do with timing, Um, I'm gonna bring this up again, but I did cry at the end, because that feeling of, you know, when... Luca and Alberto parted ways, even though, like, I, you, we all saw that coming, but, um, again, timing right around graduation, and I legitimately believed that I would not make any friends in college. That was my firm- I firmly believed that I would not be able to make any friends, because I already had a hard enough time doing that at other points in my life, and when Luca said to Alberto, I can't do it without you, like mm. that hit, that hit really hard for me personally yeah and which is why i'm so glad i found y'all and like anyone else who's in our program that like i'm friends with even on a slight level very much appreciate y'all and but um yeah i would say 8.5 maybe even like again leaning into nine because I don't know. It's just everything I like in the movie. Well, it's animated. I'm a sucker for those. Um, animation styles, great story. It's simple. Like, like you, you I feel can, like you can love the story. I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. Story, I don't want to discourage like, anything. Of course. I'm like. one person who I'm also really into like documentaries, and so I've always said thing like I always say like when we were sorry, quick tangent. We when we were making films or shorts in my grade 12 year everyone was making stories and i did a doc just because i always said like reality or is a lot more interesting than anything 
that's made you could make up and it's a splice and, of life yeah and i feel like because i related so much to luca on a personal level i feel like like the story is simple but it's something a lot of people could relate to making friendships over a summer and like having that person or people in your life that like lift you up and make you better when the world is not that great so yeah, yeah. that's my take <laughs> Right on. Right on. Do you guys have anything else to say about the movie? Anything else to say? I feel uh, like we've sort of summed up we've, most... We've, I, I don't have anything else We to went say. into very deep territory. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's when the podcast yeah. is at its best, Yeah. in my opinion. Well, one quick thing, just because I remember um, our guy in our class, Luke, shout out to Luke's shout mentioning, to Luke. um, <laughs> like... The other day, um, in, at the end of screenwriting class, he he asked me, "Do you have a favorite handshake?" And um, like in the movie, Luca and Alberto do this like handshake thing where there's like "Picele Girolamo Trombetta," which you were talking earlier about, like what was it? I love dogs being Japanese and gibberish. Yes, it's like that. Actually, the translation of that is sort of gibberish. It's like, "Hello, my name is Twisty Trumpet or Trombone or something like that." <laughs> so, yeah. That's fun. Yeah, that is fun. Do you have a favorite handshake? <laughs> yeah, the West Kelowna dap. Yeah, the, the 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 big one. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. It's just a clasp of the hands, like the the predator, the predator like grab. If people know what that is, yeah. I think it's predator. I haven't seen Predator. Doesn't matter. Oh, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I think that's the show. Do you guys, Alana Ksenia, do you guys have anything that you want to plug? Social media, uh, projects you're working on. If not, that is totally fine. But I give people the opportunity. You go first. <laughs> um, I don't have anything that I would want to promote at the moment. But, okay. I mean... Follow me on Instagram, I guess. What's your handle? Um, uh, it's underscore K-K-A-R underscore. <laughs> Don't memorize it. Yeah. Don't memorize um, it. I would prefer you not follow my personal Instagram or my spam account, but if you want, I do... Oh, I've done quite a few music covers. Haven't done some for a while, but I'm intending to start posting again, especially now that we're almost getting into a winter break. On Instagram at Alana A L A N N A dot V underscore music, and on YouTube I'm planning on making a new channel too, just for music on yep, uploading, making a new awesome. YouTube cha- making a new YouTube channel too, just for like music stuff. But for now, um, I have a YouTube channel that has like a bit of content that I mostly made in high school. I don't know if I will ever post again, but if you like puppets, um, follow, subscribe to Project Puppeteer on YouTube. Yeah, that's all the stuff I'm working on for now. If I ever come on this podcast again and have new stuff to share, yeah. Nice. Uh, I, we are BanakaCast, uh, we are on the Banaka YouTube channel for this particular show, and we are BanakaCast everywhere else on Spotify, YouTube, or sorry, no, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. There is a new BanakaCast Instagram account, just at BanakaCast, just like the show. I am underscore Banaka underscore on Instagram. I am Banaka on, uh, like I said, YouTube and also Letterboxd. I am at Ben Parker Lives on Twitter. Show Ben some love, man. He deserves it. <laughs> no. 
Yes, no. you do. No, Come on. do not. I think I will be, uh, I think I'm going to private all the accounts. Oh. It's kidding. All the accounts kidding. that you just plugged in. Yes. Also, just delete exciting news. Could have put this up top, but it's also not final. And it's only in development. But we are working on, or I guess I am, I'm working on a second show um, called, the title is, it's a working title, but it's currently called A Delightful Evening with Banaka. And it's going to be uh, a more story time based podcast, half an hour long. However, this is going to be behind a new uh, monthly subscription, which will be $1.99 a month, which will be this first show once, every, once a week, like four episodes a month, and uh, we, there will be a, 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 even a, a third show uh, that, that I have planned. BanakaCast will always be free, but that's a little thing that I'm working on, so... I'm hyped now. <laughs> Thank you guys all very much for listening to episode 17 of the Banaki Cast, keeping the show going. If you listen to this part, thank you very much. It's a, uh, it's a lot of support. We really appreciate it. Thank you guys all for listening. This has been uh, Alana and Ksenia and myself, Ben. As always, guys, please stay tuned.